Hello, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Drug Social Club Podcast. I am your host, Kim Sacconi. Today's podcast is hosted by CFC Loud and Clear Foundation. For more information about this nonprofit located in Monmouth and Ocean County, New Jersey, please see the information in whatever platform you are streaming in. over here i always get my best thoughts on the car ride i don't know if you guys can relate to that but i swear every time i am in the car i get all of my epiphanies i was on my way over here and i was thinking like does it make me insane if i'm talking by myself like t- like i'm basically talking to myself right or is it a one dialogue conversation i don't know i have adhd guys like <laughs> I want to welcome you guys here. This is a short episode. I just want to make sure that I'm releasing something on schedule and holding to my end of the bargain here. So I cooked up something special for you guys and I'm excited to go through it. Um, We will be having Alyssa Regan on this upcoming week. So I'm excited to talk to her as well. Uh, We are going to be kind of focusing in on the holiday season, being it's December already, which is insane. And uh, I'm so grateful for all of our listeners and all the interviewees we've had over the past couple months. It's been so special and just seeing different people shine like in these interviews. I just take people in that I think are interested in talking and telling their story and people that I know have like something powerful to share. I never have expectations for anyone that comes in because some people get very anxious and there's no pressure for them. Um, I just want it to be as candid as possible. So I was so just in awe the powerhouses i have seen speak over the past few days and we also did a little content interview with healing us as a whole since we are under their umbrella um we were doing a little content creation there at epic financial studios and red bank and i was listening to the people speak over there too we had zach jessica uh one of the house managers frank my mom and my sister, I was in tears. It, it was a lot. I'm still processing a lot of it. I'm just so grateful that they all have been here and, and shared and uh, are continuing to share their messages because their stories are so powerful. I have some Palo Santo lit over here for me. It's just keep the energy cleansed because sometimes I swear my mind is so jittery. Um, it's nice to have some of my like senses uh, being stimulated. So for today's topic pulled together the five love languages i'm not doing necessarily like a love episode you'll see as we go forward so just bear with me there's five love languages i don't know if any of you have assessed what yours are um i have more than one and i think that it's really important that like when you have these like self-assessment quizzes online that are free why not just like get a deeper rooted understanding of yourself now sometimes i will say perspective changes like when i do one of those quizzes um at a certain point in my life and then to do it now i guess my priorities have shifted and some of the 
answers change over time, but I think your love language is pretty much a staple. I feel like it's the way that you communicate love and the way that you feel loved. And I think that knowing which love language you identify with, it helps you identify which partner you really need. Because at the end of the day, I think that we're all looking for someone that helps us feel understood and part of that is one identifying your own love language but two identifying your partner's love language and then being able to communicate with them in their language the first one is words of affirmation the second one is physical touch the third one is receiving gifts fourth one is quality time And the fifth one is acts of service. So there's different ways to communicate with each one of these love languages. Now for me personally, my love language is um, receiving gifts. And it sounds so shallow and it's like, you know, like I wish like physical touch was one of mine, but I, I would have to say that's probably like one of my least favorite. Yeah, it's just not, it's not like a top tier one for me. It's, yeah. For me, definitely receiving gifts. And then I think quality time is definitely a second one of mine. If words of affirmation is yours or your partner's, um, the ways that you would communicate are to encourage, affirm, appreciate, empathize, and listen actively. If it's physical touch, it's more nonverbal. It's body language, you know, like the rubbing of the arm, holding hands, a hug, a kiss, like that's going to be more in physical touches, communication bounds. Um, Receiving gifts is like thoughtfulness, your partner or yourself. You want to feel like you're a priority. You want the words that come out of that person's mouth or they want the words out of your mouth to like have value and hold value like if you're going to speak and it's very funny because I've said this before and I didn't realize that that's one of the ways to communicate until I'm reading this but I have told people before if you speak so much your words don't like hold a lot of value and I think that um And I struggle too, I get it, like we all talk a lot, but like you want your words to really hold some sort of value and I I like when the people that I am communicating with, when they're speaking, that it's of value to me to listen to. And it's not in a judgmental way, I know that sounds like horrible, but it's just, that's just one of the love languages. Okay, so another one is quality time. Um... And for them, they like uninterrupted and focused conversations, one-on-one time. I know that we've all had a bestie like this growing up where like they just like didn't mind sometimes being with a group, but they would always be different within a group setting. And then they really just were like, but can we just hang out just me and you tomorrow? Like, and those are people that really just like enjoy quality time. They want to like feel that the person that they are with is really like focused in with them when they're with them somebody who has access service for a love language like they'll they want to hear um things like oh i'll help you do that like you know when they're going to start doing the dishes they kind of want you to run up behind them and like help them out and do that and if they're coming in from the car with groceries like just going out of your way to go help them do that like that's someone with access service or if they order something that needs to get put up, like just having that put up for them, like that's like huge. Um, so yeah, I think identifying that and I hope that some of you guys like helps you think a little bit about the things that you value in your partner when they're like communicating with you and then it helps you identify a little bit more of why 
your love language is your love language or if you don't know what it is, like what it could be. Now, different actions you could take for somebody who is words of affirmation. You could just send like an unexpected note or text, a card. Um, I know another one, like I've met a few people like this. Just letting them know, like, I appreciate you, just thank you, or I love you because of this, you know, those things are really validating for them to hear, and it makes them feel very loved, so, and I think everybody needs a little bit of a words of affirmation, like, I love a good positive feedback every now and again, I don't need it all the time, though, personally, like, I don't like to be smothered, so, but I do appreciate, like, a little, like, I appreciate you, you're loved, like, kind of thing. Somebody with physical touch, obviously, they're going to want like a hug or a kiss, hold their hand, show physical affection often. Like a lot of times, like when you're out, like just go up behind them and like give them just like a little touch so that they know like that you're there. So intimacy is definitely a priority for someone with physical touch. So if you're not a very intimate person, um, someone with physical touch is definitely not going to be a good partner for you. Okay, so receiving gifts, giving thoughtful gifts and gestures, small things matter in a big way. So like very similar to words of affirmation, people that like to receive gifts, they love like handwritten notes, like uh, flowers, things like that. It's just thoughts. Um, It's more about having the tangible item for me. Just when I receive a gift from someone, it's something that I like cherish and, and I associate it with an entire memory and it's something that's there. I think that like for me, receiving gifts, becoming a love language is more of a trauma response from like loss and um I just feel like through like maybe abandonment and loss I just feel like sometimes like the the tangible item that you could hold on to it's just always there so I really appreciate it and I appreciate the thought behind it and the memory and the person so yeah like gifts are definitely really cool for me but they the price doesn't matter it's not like I'm over here asking everybody for Gucci like I just am just like little things you know for me like even when I I'm a big gift buyer so like kind of on this topic not to go off on a whole tangent but like I love buying gifts for my friends and my family and like I like to put a lot of thought into them and I kind of do it in a way I think like this is how I would want to receive gifts kind of thing um And it's not obviously like for them specifically. It's just like I just love putting things together. So like I remember when I was living in the the Be True house through CFC Loud and Clear. Um, It's a recovery home. I was managing the house and it was Christmas was coming up. And I was just thinking like, hey, I don't know whose families aren't going to buy them anything or who's like on the rocks with who and who's not even going to be celebrating and this and that. So I put together this like it was like the senses gift and there was like one girl in my house that I knew didn't like sweets but everybody else did so like I got her like chips instead of like other people I got like chocolates and things um so it was like taste touch smell hear uh I think I'm out of doing four senses because I was having a hard time. But basically I got people like the little Instatax camera and like the little film rolls so that they could like shake like I kind of like botched it. But I thought it was super cool. And um, just the way that I wrapped it and like 
put the thought into that. And I think I got the idea off Pinterest. And that's why Pinterest is so cool. Because even there's so many, like, handmade gifts you can make for people through there. Like, with Mod Podge and, like, oysters and, like, all these different things. I've, like, made so many things through Pinterest. Receiving things like that that are handmade. Like, even though that would also, I feel like, kind of fall into acts of service. But, like... I think when people create something too, like as a gift and give it as a gift, it's something really special. So um, with the holiday season coming, even if your partner's love language is receiving gifts, don't think that that means it has to have such like a high monetary value. It's more so about the thought process that goes behind the gift that they really love, you know? Obviously, like, everybody loves nice things, but there's a lot of things that I held on to that were, like, handmade, and I just, like, almost love them a little more. So, yeah. Okay, back to topic. Jeez, I'm getting off. I'm getting off topic here. So, the next one for quality time, they want, like, special moments created together. They want to take walks and do things, like picnics on the beach and vacations and staycations and forts and like things like that they just want to feel like that super um special like romance like one-on-one because the intimacy obviously is very important to them but it's not necessarily like a physical intimacy it's more so like the intimate emotional intimacy so somebody who likes acts of service maybe like putting things together or like something you've been holding off all year so like if you guys are like let's redo the backyard let's repaint that shed like doing something like that when you have time off um or make them breakfast in bed uh you want to just help alleviate their daily workload (laughs) it's funny because I feel like I'm not really like a big access service girl I feel like half the time I wind up doing like all these tasks I get very frustrated like even in back to high school when there's group projects I will just take over the whole thing or I'll sit back and be like run the reins because I just I don't work well in groups and I feel like a lot of my partners started to understand that about me like if I was redoing like a doorknob or something like I don't know why I use that example, but if I was putting a doorknob, and I like, I would, I remember seeing my ex through like the little hole, and I'm just like, please get away from me. Like, I just need to do this by myself. So, like, I just think it's funny. But, um, yeah, so I feel like acts of service people, people whose love language is acts of service, are just looking for a personal assistant, I feel. I'm just kidding. It says here, which is just so funny the way they worded it, go out of your way to help alleviate their daily workload. <laughs> I just don't have time. I don't have time for you, you acts of service people. But no, I, you know what, for the most part, like I definitely, with all these as a partner, I'm phenomenal. Um, maybe like physical touching, like I can do with that. I don't know if that's just a this time in my life thing though you know that's what's so confusing because like I feel like it's always dependent on the person because every person just like I feel like you mold with them differently but right now as a single person like I just don't want to be bothered you know I think about like I'm reading these people like these as if it's like a partner's love language and I'm like ain't nobody got time for that not right now you know what I'm saying so yeah 
I wonder um, if any of you guys did decide to go and take a love languages quiz, please send in your results. I'm so curious to see if you were shocked by it or you already knew what your love language is. And then I'm curious if you have a partner, what their love language is, if you identified it and if you feel like you're kind of fitting into that love language with them. So yeah, I just want to thank you guys for being with us today. I know this is a super short episode. It's kind of like a little snippet, if you will. For what's upcoming this week, we're going to be interviewing Alyssa Regan. We're going to be talking a little bit more about holiday season topics. Uh, Just so you guys know, coming up, we do have the Duffels of Love drive for the at-risk youth at Ocean Harbor House. So we are going to be dropping off those Duffels on December 20th. So any gift donations that anyone is interested in giving in, please see the link in the information underbar of whatever streaming surface you are on. As long as the gifts are at our address before December 20th, we are good and there are going to be a lot more smiling faces. So I just want to thank you all for being with me. I am so excited going into this new season. It's crazy. I don't want to rush time. I just want to enjoy the moment. And my New Year's resolution is just to like be still and make like slow financial decisions because I shop a lot. Going into this new year, your guys New Year's resolutions are we getting thinking about them? I don't know if I drank enough coffee before I filmed this episode. So I'm hoping when I'm editing it, I don't like slowly start to loathe myself. Loathe entirely. I can't mess that again.